Get inspired every Monday and Friday right here on your favorite inspirational show, Morning Inspirational Radio Show, hosted by Dow Tone, the producer. Bring in that gospel flavor, old school, new school, holy hip-hop, and don't forget about that Friday praise break. Get inspired through encouraging words, special guests, and the inspirational moment where you, the listener, get a chance to be on air. So tune in Monday and Friday, 9 a.m., 10 o'clock Eastern, Morning Inspirational Radio Show. Log on to Morning Inspirational Radio Show. Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. Hey, it's Landon. This is Brittany Kravatsky. You're tuned into Kennedy Lucas on his hit show, KLP Aftermath. It's the hottest show right now. Stay tuned. Download episodes of previous shows. Hey, what up, Atlanta's looters? Yo, listen to my man, Kennedy Lucas, on the hit show, KLP in the morning. It's the hottest show on right now. Stay tuned. The Atlanta campus, downtown Atlanta, or close to downtown Atlanta, doing KLP in the morning. Get ready. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Check this out. It's DJ Khaled. This is Post Malone. Yes, yeah, that little Chico Pitbull. You're in the mix with KLP. Kennedy Lucas. Right here, so keep it locked. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94. Come back with a new vision, a new taste, and that is... Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the KLP in the Morning podcast radio show with your host, of course, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Now, I'm excited and I'm very excited for today because not only we're doing our regular setup behind the scenes of today's show this morning, but we're also trying something new. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we're going live on Instagram live for the podcast, the morning show. This is just something that we're just changing up a bit, right? Because we've been doing the show live and we've been doing shows live before. But now I wanted to kind of bring up some things, try to do some things a little bit different for our radio stations of Swanky 93.3 and Emory 94.6. So if you're tuning to the live stream for this morning's episode, podcast episode, thank you. It's a grand spanking morning. Got from my house, ate a banana. My sister called me. Shout out to my sister, Deammer, called me, and we were talking about breakfast. And, of course, I had my coffee this morning, so I'm ready to go because we've got a good show for you guys. I have some notes here, and, of course, in the video version, because we're going to do a separate video version. So, for my Instagram live people, uh, you can hear me, but, you know, it's not going to be kind of the good audio quality because we don't have the mic hooked up to my phone we only have it to the computers to the camera for the actual production side of the show but you know i just thought you know people want to get access to our, our morning shows quicker t right we got tyrus lester in the building by the way behind the scenes make sure we sound good you know we want to make sure that we give our people content right we want to make sure that we're giving them a whole lot of content uh, when it comes to our radio shows. so again i'm going to be fumbling with the phone too because i got to make sure that we are pretty pretty good on this and i just was looking at the style of it up oh, there we go 
all right so i think that's all the settings that i can toy around with with the live stream so it's gonna be a good show guys now for my instagram live people i know this is gonna be a little bit different i know our shows usually go an hour right and they will go an hour right so if you somehow don't want to tune in for the whole show at this moment because you're probably just watching it on your phone you're probably at work or something or out uh, come back to our, our radio stations on Spotify, our Heard Radio, uh, Amazon Music, Audible, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, because we, we, we're still going to keep continue uh, with the, the with the show and do the edits and whatnot. But, you know, when we go live, we go live. So let's get on to it. We've got some good announcements to make before we get on to the show. Of course, the first announcement, obviously, I'm going to shout them out. Of course, Shell Purcell's I'm Not Your Sugar Mama. T, I, T, T, let me tell y'all, he loves the neck roll. I always do the neck roll. He laughs and smirks every time. He's smirking. So, Shell Purcell's I'm Not Your Sugar Mama is available right now. Of course, go to Spotify. You don't want to miss it. Go to Spot. Uh, go to Spotify. Either if you're not a Spotify fan, go to Stitcher Podcast. If you're not that fan, go to iHeartRadio. If you're not that fan, go to Apple Podcast. If you're not that man, that fan of it, Apple Music. It's available. Shell for sales. I'm not your sugar mama. We've got the first two episodes up. Of course, very, very excited for sure because Shell Purcell is one of those one of those people that just really gets energized with her show. I've seen it. I'm her executive producer. She's a good friend of mine. And Shell, if you're somehow watching the show right now live or you're watching the show, uh, thank you for, again. I can't thank you enough for allowing me to be your producer for the show of that show. Let me tell you, that show is spicy. So that show may not be for everybody, right? But if you are a fan of Shell Purcell, if you want to know what this show's about, you just got to go take a listen to it. Available right now, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Pandora, iTunes, Stitcher Podcast. You know, we're, 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 we're booming with that show right now. Very, very excited for sure. And one more news announcements to make today. Um, because I did tell my friend, Keyshawn, that he's releasing two musics coming up very, very soon. If you guys can follow his Instagram. Uh, Keyshawn's one of my good friends, right? One of my great, great friends. And we dabble in music together. We really do dabble in music together. So um, it's an announcement for sure because he has an album coming out in July. And we're going to be plugging him up all June long because he got two more songs. Two new songs coming out this June. And I'm so excited for his, his music to to continue on he's been making music for a very very long time so he's going to be having some music out and of course a shout out and t you've been in the studio of course swanky records you guys haven't seen it yet but it's going to get announced today around one o'clock today eastern time we're going to announce a new album yes i thought i was done with prime time i'm not done we're still working on music prime time was a great album but we've got another new R&B type album to come out this fall and I am humbly excited to say not only we're recording in my own studio of Swanky Studios but I'm happy to say that today we've been working on music right here at the Robert Woodruff Library. Now, it's it's not it's not really not so much of a surprise because if you follow our Instagram at Emory Radio, you guys know that we've been making music here in the studio where we're at right now, the Robert Robert Woodruff Library, the Emory University Atlanta campus library. We've been making music here in Mark's studio behind the scenes. So we've uh, just about finished making the album. We're still working on it, but we're going to go ahead and announce our fall 2022 lineup album coming out today. It's going to get a little spicy. 
you know, we 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 looked at our analytics, T. And, you know, shows like this, we, we get a little spicy with it simply because, you know, it's out there. I'm excited, but it's an R&B album and it's one of my good albums that I can make. You know, it's it's not going to be a, a candy bubblegum pop type of album. It's not going to be a punk album. It's going to be an R&B album. So that means you got to be a little adult, not too. It's not that gross, but it's just it's not catered to my 10 year old viewers. Right. It's catered to my young teens. It's catered to my teens. It's catered to my young adults, catered to my older adults. It's catered to the majority mass of our population that's been watching our content, our young adults to the adults, to the older adults. So I'm excited to announce it today. It's coming out today. And it's one of those things that it is just going to happen. And I'm very, 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 very very excited to announce that later on today uh, on Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're going to announce the name and the cover art for the album. So again, if you guys are stay tuned for our Instagram, right? You got to follow our Instagram, right? You got to follow Emory radio one. You got to follow KLP Kennedy, uh, Kennedy Lucas KLP, my personal Instagram. You got to follow KLP entertainment's Instagram. You also got to follow Swinky records Instagram. So that way you guys don't miss content coming out for KLP entertainment. But enough about that. Of course, this next segment we like to call, of course, our front page news. And I'm sorry to all of my we do have an elephant of the room today. Right. We're going to go in later on in the show. But I've got to talk about this because if you guys don't know whether you're listening on the radio or you're listening live on Emory Radio One's Instagram, I am a gamer. I am a huge gamer. And you guys know yesterday or the other day. Uh, Sony's State of Play did premiere. Now, again, to all of my gamers, I'm sorry. You, if you're not a gamer, stay tuned because I do have some some topics. I do have a fun topic to talk about also on the show. But I've got to get the gaming news out the way because I've been waiting all 24 hours to talk about it. Because I knew uh, Sony's State of Play came out, I want to say that was Thursday. We didn't, uh, so we didn't do a podcast Thursday. And we were going to do a podcast, KLP Aftermath, on Friday, but I wanted to bring this topic up until today, KLP in the morning, because it's bright and early. I'm energized. I'm ready to talk about it now. If you guys don't know, it's a great time to be a gamer. I am, again, I'm a, I'm a huge gamer at, at heart, right? And I got to give some shout outs here on the, on the radio station, the radio show. We're live right now, KLP in the morning. Um, and we're doing it on Instagram live. So for my audio people, just hang on because, you know, I got to cater to everybody. But we did have some two people join the chat. Redemption F and um, I can't uh, fire fire. I chill girl. If I pronounce that username correct, give me a thumbs up. Share it. I'm a wave at you. Share it right now with your friends. Then you guys know that we're live right now on Emory 94.6 radio station. This is the KLP in the morning radio show. I'm your host, Caleb Kennedy Lucas. Um, so Sony's State of Play premiered Thursday. And T, I, I, I text you, right? And you were excited about this. And I'm excited about the State of Play uh, announcements, right? Because I'm a gamer, right? I, I'm looking forward to the games that come out later this year. I'm looking for the games to come out in 2023. It's a great time to be a gamer. If you guys don't know a little bit behind my little bit behind the scenes about myself, I do like to game when I'm not working. Like gaming for me is a stress reliever. So when I see, um, not to get political, but when I see stories about mass shootings and politics are blaming video games for their violence, that makes me mad because video games for me is a way to recoup to not think about business, all the 20 million other things I got going on with my businesses. Video games are it. So it it bothers me when 
politicians blame gaming for violence of mass shooting. I, I just don't understand that. Um, but anyway, Sony State of Play came out Thursday, and I'm gonna tell you all the games that got announced. Uh, for sure, of course, Resident Evil 4 Remake has been announced. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. And I think this is going to be a great one because this is a PlayStation 5 exclusive only. Um, I really do hope that a lot of people will have access to a PlayStation 5 very soon. Um, this is not a brag. This is not saying, haha, look what I got. But I'm very, I thank God each and every day that I'm blessed to, to have jobs. And to, one of my jobs here is to come and talk on the radio. But I'm very thankful to to make money out of the out of the many many businesses that that I run, and I'm able to afford and get a PlayStation Five. So again, it's not a brag. I'm just very thankful for that. That somehow I got lucked up and found one. But PlayStation 5's lineup is looking good because you got Resident Evil 5, uh, for the remake. I played for it back in the day, so I think this is going to be a great addition to PlayStation Five the remakes because all of the uh, remakes have been really good right they, they've been really good so far so Resident Evil 4 that's really good I'm excited when they and I think they're going to remake Resident Evil 6 because Resident Evil 6 is my favorite of course we get a new person and of course this is a very sp uh, special person my mother has tuned in of course go check out her podcast guys I'm not trying to get off topic here but go check out her podcast of course uh, Incarcerated Mothers Matter radio show hosted by Daphne Patterson I'm also the producer for that show so uh, shout out to her. Shout out to mom. Mom, I love you. Um, you tune into the KLP in the morning show. You already know that. Um, so Resident Evil 4 sounds pretty good. Uh, Spider-Man Remastered is coming to PC that got announced at the State of Play. Um, I'm excited, right, guys? I'm excited to for the PC players. I really do want them to come and bring back the Spider-Man Remastered game for PlayStation 5 because they had it at one point and they took it down. Um, because I played Spider-Man Miles Morales for PlayStation 5, the remake, and that, that was a free kind of upgrade if you bought the game. But, you know, you gotta, you gotta spread some love to the PC players as well. I'm not so much of a PC player. I'm a console player. Um, I go for consoles more than, um, more than, uh, uh, PC, but, you know, there are some PC, um, people out there. Major for, uh, Verizon. <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West update, of course. I do have this game. So I actually did download the update last night. Um, I'm going to play the update and give you guys a review of the update in KLP Aftermath's show. So stay tuned. Um, stay tuned for that. And stay tuned for the KLP Aftermath, by the way, guys, because um, I do believe I'm trying to... I do have access to the studio at Oxford College. So... If they are allowing me to do it after our business hours, the podcast, KLP Aftermath, then we're going to move the show there. And that way I can do more live streams like this. Um, stay tuned for that. Um, of course, but for, uh, Horizon, <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West update came out, guys. Uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain for PlayStation VR. I'm excited for the VR experience. I'm a little nervous because the PlayStation 5, guys, is hard to find right t like it's it's hard to find so they're ranging the new playstation vr for about 600 dollars, the same cost of a playstation 5 now i didn't pay 600 dollars for mine i played paid about 500 for mine that's the, the the correct price for it so again for all of the people don't fall into the scalpers by the way but it's just one of those things that you know i'm so i want a vr headset but i'm not willing to spend 
$600 for this and it might be high demand for this and it might be a low supply like it is now with every new console right now. So that's why I'm kind of skeptical about the VR experience. The Callisto Protocol debuted a trailer. Um, I'm not really fan of the super gory, creepy video games. I know. I I'm just not a fan. I get scared easily, guys. I, I really do. I get nervous when it comes to the gory, the super sci-fi video game. So I don't think this is going to be a game for me necessarily, but it's a game out there for everybody. Of course, Roller Drone, yeah, the graphics are good on that game, but it's like, eh. uh, Eternal Nights, that's a game that I might pick up in the future simply because it's an anime game. I love anime games. I've played a lot of anime games. Uh, my favorite type anime game that I'm playing right now, this currently, would have to be Scarlet Nexus. And Scarlet Nexus is a, is a great one because Scarlet Nexus, um, it's out there for, well, I got the PlayStation 5 upgrade. So that game was free, but I think you do have to pay for that. And Turtle Nights, that got announced at State of Play as we get a new person, Miss underscore Nay underscore 322. I'm going to wave at you. Welcome to the radio show this morning. This is the KLP in the morning radio show. We're giving, uh, doing a lot of live streams now doing it right here right now live for all the people that's tuned into if you have any questions any any question i don't care what the question is if you got any questions put it in put it in the comments because i would love to be interactive with you guys um but thank you for staying for tuning in this is klp in the morning share it with your friends letting you guys know that we're live other uh, so internal nights is a great looks like a great fun anime type game i'm into the jrpgs the um anime type video games those games are very appealing to me so this is going to be a game i really hope that's good you know other ps4 excuse me other ps4 v uh, ps5 vr2 announcements of course resident evil village is coming to the vr headset that game was pretty good uh, the new trailer for Final Fantasy 16 has been out. Final Fantasy 16, these remakes they're making is fantastic. This might be a pickup too because I played Final Fantasy 17 and you we played it together in 2018 because we talked about it on the podcast. Um, and this wasn't this wasn't KLP aftermath. This was KLP. No, this was Lucas Chat podcast. That's an old podcast back in the day. But Final Fantasy 16 looks like a great remake, right? It looks really really good, guys. So. I'm excited for that one. The next one, oh, oh, this was the icing on the cake of PlayStation's State of Play June 2022. We finally get some sort of gameplay announcement look-see of Street Fighter 6. And by God, <laughs> that game looks amazing. That definitely will be a pickup. So Final, uh, excuse me, Street Fighter Six was announced in February of this year, and they've been they had a lot of heat when it came to the logo. Now they, I don't know, Camcom. Okay, so Camcom went to Adobe stock footage and just got an SF logo and just plopped it down and put put just a, a six on it, right? And that's been a topic of conversations. I honestly, a part of me, slick, want to say. That, that was just a placeholder. Just to say, hey, Street Fighter Six is coming, right? That's what I think it was. I think it was just, okay, it's coming. That's what we want to give you, that it's coming. Like, Street Fighter Six is in the horizon. 
But at the State of Play, we finally get a new logo. And let me tell you, this logo looks really, really good. Of course, it has the number six on it. But if you turn to the left a little bit, you can see the V and the I. Those are the Roman uh, numbers for six. So that was very creative how they make the six. Um, I got to dabble into that real quick because that is the that was the highlight. That was the ultimate highlight of the whole event Thursday of State of Play was Street Fighter Six because now we're getting a new engine, right? This game is coming out for PlayStation 5, so the next-gen console. So it's going to have the 60 frames per second. It's going to have the HDR inputs into it. So that's exciting all along. But some of the characters look different. In the trailer, Chun-Li looks completely different from Street Fighter V, right? It look, they look different. So I think they're going for more... They're keeping the cartoon type of elements with Street Fighter 6, but they're adding a little bit of realism, uh, realistic character characteristics into this game. And that's why it's so appealing. You have a story mode like any other game, but you are the character. And this is something I think Street Fighter 6 have never done. You are you are already seeing games that you create your avatar, you create your personality, personality character, you're going out there and, you know, you're out there, you're doing your thing, but you know, this hasn't been done in the Street Fighter 6 games. Well, until 6, right? So you're creating the character, you're walking around the city, the jungle, the town, wherever it is in the in the cutscene. That gives an open world perspective of Street Fighter 6. And that has not been done. Honestly, that has not been done yet. So to see you can create your character in Street Fighter 6, you can uh, play the game and, and battle between Ryu and Chun-Li. There's so many more elements with this game that we're not even seeing yet. Um, so definitely this game is going to be a pickup for me. Um, and a lot of people were bummed about uh, some of these games are coming out in 2023. Honestly, I do not mind it because I would rather have a video game come out at a later date and they really work on it versus them rushing a game out and say okay we just need to make the holiday sales and then the game not being good so street fighter 6 i'm willing to wait for um i bet you that game's going to be 70 dollars for playstation 5 i i can already i already know that it's going to be there so when it comes out in 2023 um that definitely i'm gonna save up money and i'm getting that game because that i'm a street fighter guy right i a lot of people ask are you a Tekken guy or are you a street fighter guy i lean more to uh, street fighter because i grew up playing street fighter first and i played almost every street fighter video game there is so i'm a huge fan of course tunic is coming to playstation i'm kind of skipping over that because i'm not interested into that um stray stray is the i think the last next to the last game that got and well street fighter 6 was the game last game that got announced but stray got announced this game might be a pickup for me too simply because stray is different right stray is about a game that you're you're in the cyber world and you're playing a cat in this game and you're walking around as a cat you're you as a kitty cat you are that that's your character you're not going to play a human being you're not going to do any a cat is your main character and you're roaming the street the streets in the city of the cyberpunk type city and of course um there's uh, an enemy there's a storyline to it this game will be a pickup for me simply because it comes out next month so we do have something we it comes out july 19th for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, of course, the PlayStation Plus members will get it at, at, at no extra cost. This might be a pickup. Now, I'm concerned. 
I don't know if this game is going to be 60 to $70 like a brand spanking new game, or are they going to give us a discounted price? Um, honestly, I see this game, even though a lot of creators put a lot of work into these games, I don't see this game being 60 to $70. I'm sorry to say, and T, we talked about it, guys, um, me and my producer, T, um, we we talked about it. I don't think this is $60, $70 worthy. I see this game ranging at $40, right? $35 to $40 is where I see this game lies because it's different, right? It's hard to charge $70 because with PlayStation 5, games like that will cost $70, it's hard to try to sell that to somebody that this is a brand new franchise, right? This is the first ever franchise from Blue 12 Studios. Um, it will sell because a lot it got me got me piqued in interest. But do I see this game being $70? No, because it's a new franchise. Now, comparing that to Street Fighter 6 that got announced as they play, yeah, Street Fighter 6 can be $70 because that's a well-known franchise. People are going to pay $70 for that franchise. It's the branding thing, but for Stray that's coming out July 19th brand new Blue, Tail, Blue 12 Studios biggest hit for this year I don't see this being $70. Now if it is, they might surprise me. This might might as well be $70, but it would be a bad move, especially if you're a PlayStation Plus member. You get it at no cost, right? So I think they should go low with this game, make this game $40, and that way a lot of people will go out and get it for just $40, right? And I'm not saying $40 is nothing. $40 is a lot. That's gas money because gas is high right now. But $40 is something somebody's going to save up for for this game versus $70 where it's like okay well darn that's $70 I might have to wait a minute until they go get get on discount because it's a brand new franchise you know you don't know what we're stepping into with Stray but if it does I am going to play that game I'm going to get it and I'm going to review it for the podcast shows for sure because I'm excited stay to play this was better PlayStation if you're somehow watching today's show morning show this state of play was better because they did a state of play I want to say in March, and that one sucked. Like, we didn't get anything that state of play. So they did really, really well for that for that state of play, honestly. So moving on to our next news announcements, and I think uh, we're going to... Well, actually, no, I'm going to talk about this right now real quick because we have a 30-minute timer on our recording. We're still live, by the way, but we're going to need to take a commercial break on the recording side in a second. But moving on away from the video game news, talk about the TV news we're going to talk about, that beautiful... All-American Season 4. Now, if you guys don't know, I'm a huge CW fan. Of course, shout-out to Shell Purcell again because she's been on quite a few CW Network-type shows. Shout-out to... Uh, he's my good friend, but we haven't talked in a while. Miles um, Miles Evans. Um, he's been on uh, CW's Dynasty. So, you know, I've seen him before, but he, you know, he's, he's out there doing his thing. But Season 4 is available right now on Netflix, and I'm a huge fan... Huge fan of the All-American series. Um, my other friend Aaron was telling me about All-American Homecoming. I haven't watched that show yet. I'm probably going to watch that show so I can review it for you guys. But season four from Rotten Tomatoes, All-American, gets an 82%. So that's not too bad to see the scores there. Of course, 82% is not really that bad. That's like a B, right? That's a B for me. So I was excited for this because now you have the kids the high school kids are graduating from Beverly 
Hill, um, Beverly Hills, Beverly Heights, I think it's Beverly, yeah, Beverly High School. And after that, you know, they're going into it. So, of course, so Spencer James played by Daniel Ezra. Uh, it's very interesting for him, his character, because he's playing, you know, the uh, African-American uh, character in the show, but he's actually British. So, because I see a lot of behind the scenes of footage of him and Samantha Logan and Greta, uh, I can't pronounce her last on I can't even, I'm not even going to try to butcher that beautiful last name, but um, you know, to see their behind the scenes and Daniel Ezra, he's actually British. They see him. It's like Idris Elba kind of because Idris Elba, he's, he's part, he's British. But when he's in America, he's trying to per, per, persuade an American type accent. He nails it really, really well. So of course you got the all-star cast coming back. Of course, you've got Spencer James coming back and he's graduating high school, going to this college, but sometimes, you know, his college his college experience is not going so well. Now, I don't want to spoil too much for you, but I'm just about done with the series, uh, the season. But, you know, Spencer James has a new challenge, right? Because in season three, they were still in high school, and he was the best all-star football high school football player. But now that high school is over, he's dabbling into college. He's not the best anymore because you have all the other Spencer James, right? And this is what Tay Diggs character, Billy Baker, said. Yeah, there's a bunch of Spencer James in college now. So you have to outshine. You have to outproduce those other Spencer James characters in college. So Spencer James is going through some challenges there. Uh, Samantha Logan's character, uh, Olivia Baker, uh, she's dating Spencer James. And now she's working for the L.A. Tribune. And she's trying to dabble on to her work experience there. But sometimes it's not really she's going at a great life but now she's trying to find some challenges with work um i understand that part uh, i don't really understand so much because they're fresh out of high school like it's been a century ago since i've been in high school it felt like and it's yeah, I mean, and it's been like what 12 years 10 years so since i've been to high school so it's been a long time since i've been to high school but coming out of college and having that job yes i i do understand what that's like now um of course you got jordan baker michael evans um, ba- Bailing, I hope I'm not uh, uh, butchering their last names, but his character is out there. And of course, he's trying to find himself, right? He's trying to find his character self because now you have Spencer James and Billy Baker, the father son kind of stigma. But of course, Jordan Baker is actually Billy Baker's son, and he's trying to progress and to really um, be the best, right? And you got Jordan Baker and Spencer James, they're going to the same college because they got recruited for the same college for the um, scholarship. Right. So they're doing their thing. They're doing a whole lot of good things when it comes to that. Of course, you got Greta. I'm sorry, Miss Greta. I can't pronounce your last name. I'm not. I can't even try it. I can't even try it, guys. I'm sorry. But Layla King Keating is her character. And she she's my favorite because she's a boss. Right. She is a boss when it comes down to it, simply because she has her father's uh, record label. She's self-producing right and she's out there and she's producing her own type show her own type music she have artists she have a whole bunch of artists coming in for that for sure good guys i'm just taking a a little i have to reset the timer went out but i don't want to i don't want to cut the commercial for the editing purposes because i i'm I'm on this i'm on this topic now but she has her own thing right she has her own music type uh, music career that she's developing in and i'm excited i'm very very excited for her character because she's been through some things right layla's in the character her character layla uh she's been through some things in the seasons right you know where it comes to um mental uh 
awareness and trying to find herself mentally. She's going through a lot of depression. She's going through a lot of things that can become ill, right? In the previous season. So in season four, she's trying to battle that season, right? She's trying to battle um, being the boss. And I can, I can kind of sense her character a little bit, right? Because, and it's no secret guys. And I'm very transparent to my fan base. And I, I told my parents this too, you know, I'm kind of, I'm not relating myself to Layla, but I kind of know how she felt, right? You know, where she's going through something, right? And we're all going through something. 2020, we've been through something, but even before 2020, I've been through a lot of stuff. So as we get older, we work, right? Because it's a distraction, right? We're working on a project. We're working in production. We're working on music. And this is what Layla, great, her character is doing. She's working on music to kind of distract herself, right? And it's a good distraction. I think we often think that, oh, work-life balance. And I get that part. But for some of us, we have to work on something. I'm not saying be in your office working. I'm saying you creatively we're here on the show doing a show for you guys right or i'm filming a movie or i'm on set with show for so like these are great distractions for me to stay busy to stay busy and stay humble and that's layla's character she's just staying busy busy and trying to portray her business because it's a good distraction for her right um so that's why she's my favorite uh of this season because she's hustling right she is her hustle it's her family hustle of course you got breezy playing tamia Cooper, Coop, Breezy. I'm glad. I'm okay. So I'm happy for for Breezy because she she is a first of all she's an amazing rapper, and I know she was mad. She was excuse my French guys because I know we're on a refugee show, but I know she was pissed because she was also an Empire right, and you know Empire didn't really go well for her. So this is a great role that she's in now because now she's. I mean, this is season four. And she's still on the show, right? Versus when she was in Empire, I think she only had about two seasons, right? So. I'm excited for Breezy. I'm excited for her career. Uh, I would love to work with her in her music because we do music here too. But I'm excited for her character. Of course, Coop. Coop got some secrets this season, guys. She does because she kills Mo from season three. You got to see season three. But she kills uh, Mo. Um, of course, she's the mother of the, the kid she was uh, overseeing. And, you know, the secret comes out, you know, and now I'm a firm believer that everything that that goes around comes around right if it's done in the dark it comes back in the light and this is what she's experiencing right now um i'm a little nervous for her her character i'm not nervous for her as a person but i'm nervous for her character because like i don't know like she she murdered some people and you know things can happen in this season so um she did get shot in season three so you have to go back in season three because we're not gonna talk about season three we're talking about season four but she ended up getting shot in season three right so now she's coming back to it right she's coming back to the light of things and you know she can't really rap anymore because it hurts right because she got shot in the chest so it hurts for her to rap so now uh coop played by breezy she is trying to find herself she's trying to find a different um distraction a different occupation because she has a girlfriend of course patience patience is one of my other favorites because she's a great singer played by chelsea telvarez um great character by the way um she actually did look like one of the <laughs> she i see her every time she looks like one of my um friends that i know <laughs> but uh patience is is another character that's in the show guys that you know she's going around and she's going she's going to college she's trying to do her acting uh not acting her singing career career 
and patience and Coop, they're going through it because they moved into they move into a place together. And let me tell you, and I, I'm just saying this, I'm just spitballing. I don't, you know, people are different, right? It's hard to move your significant other in, right? It, it's hard. It's very, very hard to move in your significant other, especially when they're fresh out of high school, right? I didn't have my own place fresh out of high school. I just didn't. I wasn't ready for that. Um, I think when it comes to moving in, because Patience and Cooper, Chelsea Talvarez and Breezy's characters, they first of all, this is the, the dumb mistake they did. Not them as, a, as as actual people, but the actor, the character, the characters did something dumb because they signed they signed a lease, right? They signed a lease for a place that they didn't even see. <laughs> and they go in there and it's a shared space with two other couples that look like crackheads. Honestly, I'm sorry to say it like that, but they do look like their characters are portraying crackheads in my opinion. Um <laughs> So, it's very interesting for that because, you know, no one does that. No one signs a lease for something they didn't see. When I moved into my house, my new home in 2020, I had to look at it first. We I had to have a meeting, I had to look at it, I had to look at it twice actually. I had to visually plan. No one does that here in Atlanta. So it's crazy that they did that. And their setting is in California, being that CW, that's an Atlanta network. But the, the setting is California. No one does that. So that's and when I saw the episode, I was just like, are y'all dumb? Like, who signs a lease for something they didn't even see yet? It's like the same thing when it comes to rental. And this is a PSA to my people that's live right now. It's a PSA. Don't dabble into something that you didn't see don't sign a lease for a lease a financial statement or a financial investment a lease or a rental don't sign none of that until you see what you're getting into first to see where your money's going so it's very interesting to see the development i don't do i think their couple that them couple the couple there is going to last i don't know that's crazy because they, they have fights right and every couple has a fight but i don't know it's a, it's a little tough tay digs Shout out to Tay Diggs. Uh, he don't know who I am, but I know him. Not personally, but to see his movies. Tay Diggs, he's, he's amazing, right? Billy Baker, he's trying to find himself as well. He becomes principal at South Crenshaw. He's just doing his thing, right? Because he he's the coach there at South Crenshaw, but now he's the uh, interim principal. That's the episodes latest episodes that I'm on right now. So shout out to Tay Diggs. They did an episode where they were looking for the, the time council tea, and you saw it too. It's very interesting because where her character at um there's another character that went to the same high school and they're about the same uh age uh here i can't find her character uh in her name but of course they go into south crenshaw to find a time council and i wish something when i was in high school i wish that was something i did time councils at high school we didn't just do that but of course they're going around and you know there's like uh, what do you what do you see yourself in 30 years right and the other character said, yeah, I'm going to be have a kid. I'm going to have three kids. I'm going to be rich, make this money, but have kids. And my husband's going to be Morris Chestnut. And they did, the creative writers did something very interesting because Tay Diggs is in the show, obviously. And he says, uh, I met Morris Chestnut. He's not that great. And it's very, it's a pun, I call it a pun script writing because if you guys don't know, and maybe my Emory people might not know because my Emory people might be too young for this movie. But there was another movie called The Best Man, right? The Best Man starred Tay Diggs, Morris Chestnut, um, Terrence Howard, Sanaa Lathan, uh, Regina uh, Hall. I almost said King. That's <laughs> no. Uh, Regina King. Um, and I'm missing the other guy's name. Um, 
to star those people in The Best Man. Now, this was a 1990s movie. So, my Emory people, as we get a new person here, the world of Zay has joined. Welcome. This is KLP in the Morning, hour-long special podcast. We're live here with KLP in the Morning with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Um, but it started those two, those, those characters in The Best Man. Again, my Emory people, you're not going to know. You're not going to know the best man. If you're if you're born in 1996, you might know. But for a lot of my Emory kids, they're, some of them are born in 2000s, in early 2000s. So you don't know the best man. But you might you might know the best man. Holiday, that's a good movie. So anyway, Tate Diggs says, yeah, I met him. And it's very that's a pun script writing for the creative writers because they, they obviously they met when they filmed Best Man, The Best Man Holiday. So I thought that was cool. Um, Jeffrey Hightower is playing Simone Hicks. I like her character because she she's smart. She knows what she wants. She, she's a tennis player. She kind of looks like Serena Williams in a way in the show. So that's really good. Cody Christian, I don't know him personally, but it's very interesting to see, to hear his voice. And let me tell you why, because here's my gaming moment. Cody Christian is playing Asher Adams this season of All-American. But if you are a gamer, you guys know that he plays Cloud Strife in the Final, set, Final Fantasy VII Remake. So it's very interesting for his his character. Of course, he's trying to find himself. He did get hurt. He was taking he was doing them, them them roids. He was taking them steroids in season two, and a little bit of season three. So he benched himself from playing football forever in the season four of All Americans. So you know, it's just one of those things that you know that's a consequence. You got to pay. Very good for him to come out, and he wants to be. He goes to college, right? He's following JJ, played by Hunter. Cloudus JJ he JJ JJ a oh, fool man y'all JJ's weird he's he's the cool guy but he's he's such a fool like he's 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 gonna be I, in this character I portray he's portrayed the character to be a clown at, at high school and a little bit of college but once he grow up and he really start being in the real world he'll he'll make money right he's he's, he's JJ Parker he's a fool goes to the same college as JJ Parker he's going to college can't play football but he's going to be the assistant um student assistant coach of course grace james played by karima westbrook she's been a lot of great things but it's good to see her back in this character light uh you got jalen hall playing dylan james of course mr james younger brother it's good to see him you know you haven't really seen him that much in this season um i'm not going to go through every character because we do have to move on to our next segment but kareem grimes is another character i want to highlight or person he's a person he's playing um it says cordell but you know cordell preach and preaches his, his character name it's good to see him there because he's also in the family business. That's the BT. Well, he was he, the first episode. They killed him off. But shout out to him as well. And shout out to all the other actors and actresses. There's so many that we just cannot dabble on to on today, this morning's show, because we do have to move on to our elephant of the room. But All-American Season 4 gets an 82%. That's a good That's a good show. It, that's pretty good. If you get an 82% of Rotten Tomatoes, that's pretty good. All right, so moving on to our next news announcements, the elephant in the room. Oh, Lord, guys. And I, I I forgot my water. And if you guys are liking the live stream, thank you. Of course, Wardle Zay says, hey. I say, hey, back. What's going on? Share with your friends. And for all of my Emory people that is, they're not tuning in right now, the, the video ver- the stream version is going to be on On Demand on Instagram. So it'll be up afterwards. But... Guys, I got to move on to this topic because this topic drives me nuts. 
Of course, if you guys don't know our segment, Elephant in a Room for our podcast shows, of course, we are inspired by the beautiful The Breakfast Club up there in New York. Shout out to Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, and DJ Envy. I shout out DJ Envy like that, too, because I, I met him in New York, a.k.a. I, I, I met him briefly, took a picture, and we moved on. But it was good to meet him because he's a good MC, a good host, along with Charlemagne the God. Those two in particular, Angela Yee, she's fantastic. And I, I study my my radio stuff. I study my stuff from Hot 97 and Power 105 to progress in my show here, Swanky 93 and Emory 94.6. KLP in the morning, host KLP Kennedy Lucas. But they do what's called the donkey of the day. And of course, we can use that on our show because we'll get sued all our butts if we use donkey of the day on our show. So we like to do what we call elephant in the room, right? The elephant in a room goes out to the baited elementary school. And I got to do it because Charlemagne did it. But for the great state of M.I. I almost I messed it up to you. I'm sorry. Let me try it again. M I crickleta crickleta I crickleta crickleta I humpback humpback I. There we go. We got it, T. We got it. So, Elephant in the Room goes out to the Baited Elementary School and Mississippi. Now, I got to shout out. I, 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 I'm shouting out Mississippi just a little bit because I did go to Mississippi for production. Some parts of Mississippi are good, but then you got some parts of Mississippi that are bad. So, I got to I, I got to dabble onto it, guys. I got to dabble on into it. Um, so I did go to Mississippi for production. That was a fun production, but this is the elephant in the room, right? This is our elephant in the room. T's ready for it because we, we saw the script, guys. And I was I was floored. Let me let me read it. Let me read it. The South Panola or Pinola school district that is in the uh, state of Mississippi, Baited Elementary School. Of course, teachers, uh, excuse me, Shamika Ellis's son receives what they call the monkey award. Let me tell y'all. We are in the year of 2022 where you still got ignorance that's going around in today's society. There's no... Okay, so Shamika Ellis, African-American, by the way, her son receives the Monkey Award. The Monkey Award. African-American receives the Monkey Award award okay so here, here's the thing where you cannot do that let me educate for all of my friends family well, my friends and my family knows this but let me educate all our fans for emory klp entertainment let me let me educate y'all a little bit and see i'm gonna be careful because this made me mad i almost cussed this morning when i read the script coming to the studio there are three words that is racial slurs to our culture. I'm not going to say this word because we're a PG show, but the N word is one, obviously. Coon and monkey is another slur. People in America and all over the world, you cannot call African Americans monkeys. Do not do it. Now, sources are coming from the Breakfast Club. They said that the teacher had no idea about the history of the word monkey compared to African-Americans. But honestly, I don't buy it. How are you an educator? An educator out here in this world 
that's teaching elementary kids and you don't know the history of that word monkey when it compares to African Americans. That's why I don't buy that. Baited elementary school teacher, I don't buy that. You're probably just saying that to cover your own, and almost cuss their teeth, cover your own butt behind because, oh, I didn't know that was a racial slur. To whereas we're in the year 2022, where there's been many developing stories, many developing stories about the word monkey compared to African-Americans. And get this, guys. They actually had a meeting to, to discuss awards for, for kids. To discuss awards for kids and compare and have animals. And the school said, okay, you have to be very, 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 very careful about how you're going to do this. Because it can become offensive, right? It's, a, it's very offensive. So you have to be very, very careful about trying to compare somebody to an animal when it comes to these awards. Now, I felt bad for the son because, you know, the son, the kid, he, he, he thought that he was getting something special, right? Every kid, and I don't blame Braylon. Braylon Ellis, that's the kid. That's the, that's the son. That's uh, Shamika Ellis' son. Um, the kid didn't know. Kid is in pre-K. Like, kids are not going to know. That young, you're not going to know what's going on in this world. They got a lot to learn. They do. If you got a kid in pre-K, that kid got a lot of crap to learn. Trust me. So I don't, I feel bad for Braylon because he didn't know. He honestly thought it was a cool award, right? He, you know, kid, kids are kids. But the adults, the adults know what that means. Um, so that's why this school is getting the elephant of the room because that is unacceptable. I think we have to make sure we, we have to educate people. We have to check people because a lot of people, and we're not going to go into to, to race in this because Charlemagne did say um, about you know white supremacy. We're not going. I'm not going to touch that because I'm just not going to touch it. Not on my platform. I'm not. But I think there's an educational. Uh, I think it's an educational level of of people. And here's an interaction. Wardle's there. He's saying, child. Yeah, no. And he said, oh, wow, they knew. I I, I think they knew. <laughs> There's the, Okay. Charlemagne the God on Breakfast Club. And this is our source. This is why I keep referencing them because this is where I got the story from. But Charlemagne the God <laughs> uh, said that he was scared to go to Mississippi. And I, I was scared to go to Mississippi, too, when I was filming. I, I told Shell because I was working with Shell Purcell. Shout out to her. I said, Shell, I'm going to go when I'm scared because it's Mississippi. <laughs> it's Mississippi. So, um, but I went, you know, because business had to be conducted. But Charlemagne the God said he was scared to go to Mississippi, right? Because if you guys know the history, you know, Mississippi was, I don't know, well, it was a Confederate state, you know, and then that's no, no, no uh, politics with that. It's just history. You know, it's Mississippi, the Carolinas, Georgia, and Florida, Confederate type states back in the day. That's history. But that is no way to, to, to say, oh, we didn't know. Now the Bay County, excuse me, the Bay, Bay Elementary, uh, South Panola School District did say that, you know, that's unacceptable. Um, they said the teacher didn't know. They knew something. You honestly can't say you didn't know anything. You're going to give this African-American child the monkey award. There's no way you can say, oh, we didn't know. I think a lot of these schools, because I talked about the Roper School in, in Birmingham, Michigan in one episode. 
these schools think they can do a lot and get away with a lot because of today's society and they really cannot and i think it's up to us our generation and i'm saying to my 26 year olds because i'm 26 so my 26 year olds my 20 year olds 22 year olds our generations and older generations got to check these schools because a lot of schools are getting trying to get away with a lot of crap that's not acceptable and when it becomes out in the media they want to retract and say oh we're sorry if you were sorry you never should have done it in the first place if you were sorry that's why i don't believe these stories when they oh we apologize we realized the hurt no you didn't you didn't realize these common sense you didn't you knew what you were doing but you got in the media and it made you look bad and so you had to recant that's what that is and that's why i get so mad because this is education that's happening i get it we're still in COVID. i get it there's layoffs I get it. This is a traumatic time right now. A lot of folks in America can't even pay their bills right now. Right? No, I get it. But when you are in an educational system where you got a lot of youngins, pre-K, for God's sakes, they're going to grow up and they're going to get taught racism. And I, I said in the other show, I can't remember what show it was. The other show, I said, hey, you're teaching you're teaching racism racism is something you're not born with it you're something that's something you're teaching our young kids the next in line generation uh e i don't know what we're calling the next generation that's after us i don't know but you're, you're teaching the next code of generation to be racist it is time of course ward will say say a teacher that educates should uh will be aware of the discrimination um that were uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm trying to read a little bit. That word protects the uh, the POC. I'm not sure what POC means. Uh, POC in POC in, in society. I could be possibly sorry. <laughs> I could I could be possibly that teacher didn't know uh, about that should have been handled better. We're supposed to be moving forward, not backwards. Oh, people of color. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry, Zay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're right. You're right. You're very, very right. Shout out to World of Zay. You can follow his Instagram. It's uh, let me spell his Instagram out. It's uh, it's World of Zay, but it's spelled differently. Uh, w R L D O F Z A I I I. Follow him. He's good source. Thank you. Thank you, Zay. I appreciate it. I really do. Um, um, but. It's just one of those one of those things that is just it, it happens, right? It does happen in today's society, and we we we've got to keep moving forward. I'm not trying to sound like a politician on the radio show, T, but it's just it, we have to do something. We have to keep moving forward because if we don't educate people about our history, we don't let them understand Black culture, then they think they can get away with a lot of crap, and it's not it's not okay. It's that's not okay with me. That's why I advocate black excellence and black education emory radio emory 94.6 my radio say this is black on right we're i'm trying to educate our young minds right so shame on you uh parts of mississippi again i say parts because i've been to mississippi i've been to the good parts of mississippi i met some good people in mississippi on the good parts of mississippi so shout out to mississippi but shame on you mississippi shame on you south panola south district in Mississippi, shame on you, Beta Elementary School. Shame, shame, shame on you, because you're teaching young edu- young kids this this crap. Young kids, and they think it's okay because they're young. They don't know what's going on. 
they're young. They when you pre K, you don't know. You, you ain't worried about gas prices. When you're pre K, you ain't worried about rent. You ain't worried about that. You probably gonna be worried about what you're gonna eat for dinner. Probably beg your mom and daddy, hey, can we have some chicken nuggets and some fries for dinner? That's what you. What, that's what kids are gonna be worried about. Kids ain't worried about the real world. So to stop educating them about it. Stop bringing race and 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 and, and racism into the young sector of education. The elementary schools. They don't know anything about it. Can you bring it to high school districts? Sure. College, most definitely. Elementary kids don't know anything about this right now. They don't know about the rise of gas prices. Elementary kids don't know about uh, Ukraine and Russia right now. Elementary kids don't know about inflation. They don't know about uh, gas prices rising. Grocery stuff is, is up. I went to the grocery store yesterday. Some things I bought was so expensive. I had to alternate a little bit because it was just too expensive. Elementary kids don't know anything about that. So let's stop educating them about it. Let's show them a better way. Let's show them how the world could be better. This teacher said that she didn't know. I call I call something else on that. You knew what you were doing. And the fact that they have a meeting about it and then they, they did it anyway. Wow. Wow. Okay, so moving on to a last segment. Because I don't want to dabble too much into uh, that, that segment anymore. That's the elephant in the room. Thank you, Breakfast Club, for giving me, well, for putting their content on YouTube. And then I kind of took my own notes about it. Um, moving on to, of course, a little segment I'd like to call the fun segment part of it. And, you know, this is going to be real quick, right? Because... I'm supposed to be heading to the gym in a minute. And, you know, my brother's like texting me like, hey, uh, are you leaving soon? <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> um, of course, Wardle say one last thing on that last topic. He said it's very important to note that it's being what has been presented to the younger youth and the effect it can have on the underdeveloped youth. You're absolutely right. Co- correct. Correct. As we get a new person. Yeah, I'll follow Wardle's A again. He's he's been good. I'll follow back to the other. Um, uh, we got a new person, Benjamin for uh, excuse me if I pronounce your last name wrong. For Fargnoli, Fargnoli. Okay, wave at you a little bit. We got one more segment, Benjamin, before we um, sign out here on the morning show. But this video, the stream version, will be on demand. So rest assured. Of course, moving on to the next news announcements. Of course, we're going to talk about some home life questions. The last segment of this morning show. Uh, you guys know how I like to do. I like to do uh, kind of because we do elephant in the room, and it's kind of a kind of a rough thing there. But then I like to share it on a good light, and it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great show um, for the stream people that's watching live. I hope you guys been enjoying. It's been about an hour. Um, so here's some questions about some home life that I'm going to read out and I'm going to answer. And for all of those people, for the last minute of this show, uh, chime in. I like to be interactive with you guys. Of course, the first question says, when you lived at, and this is a home advice, um, when you lived at home with your parents, did they ever walked in on you doing anything you shouldn't be doing? Yes. Uh, I'm not going to name what it was because <laughs> um, I'm not going to name what it, uh, yes, uh, yes, I'm sweating now. Uh, I, I was not ready. We we wrote these questions, and now that I'm reading these questions out loud, it's just like, hmm. Um, yes, I'm just gonna leave it there because we we are a PG show, and I can't I can't expose that. Um, but yes. Um, next question is, 
what is it like living with your partner um i don't have a partner yet so i i don't know what that's like i did have a roommate shout out to i had a good roommate had two bad roommates my good roommate was connor vanelli shout out to connor the other two bad roommates i'm not going to give their names because i'm not going to give them clout on the show but yes next question is living alone versus living with roommates which option is better honestly and this is just my opinion um having if you're in a financial bind when it comes to room housing i would say go for a roommate if you absolutely are in a financial bind now i do live alone i can tell you where i live but i do live alone and i think for me is the better option because i've been there done that right i've been had the roommates and my good roommate connor we've been good right but when we when he had to move out because of circumstances i had a lot of bad roommates where i had to rely on rent i had to rely on a whole lot of things like money for most of our bills money for rent i had a roommate that was going to be three days late on rent and it's just like as a young adult that's unacceptable for me right so that's why having a roommate is horrible at that term if you don't know if you can't trust your roommate right you have roommates eat your food you have roommates going in your room i've had roommates that had company over and didn't even tell me right because i had my room all the way open with all my equipment and stuff in it and i don't know if they're their significant other or their friend that just comes over and didn't tell me I don't know if they're going in my rooms taking my stuff, right? So that's why having a roommate is is not really a good option for most people. So that's why I live alone, right? But one of those things that you have to do. Sorry, guys, had to reset there. One of the things you had to do um, with it when, when trying to save money. Now, I, I like I said, I, I, I live alone, right? I think it's doable if you get a place of your own, if you have a great job, because obviously it's the, the weirdest thing. It's more expensive to live alone than it is to have a roommate. You would think it'll be the other way around, right? You would think it'll be cheaper to live alone if it's just you in a smaller square footage. And then the bigger the square footage, the more money is going to be. But that's not always the case because my friends often joke with me about it and say, you paid that much monthly? Like, Mm, that's high you ever thought about a roommate i said no because i've been there done that right for me personally i like my space like i had i like having my whole area my whole house to myself and i can do whatever i want to it right and there's a there's a joke there and this is true like you can walk around in your underwear because of your space no one's there right not gonna disclose if i I do that or or not but uh you know it's there right next question is what is the craziest thing you ever heard while living in an apartment block oh i have the quote uh what will say there shout out to you zay because you said it i've heard some things i've heard some arguments um and this is psa domestic violence is never okay by the way guys and i've heard that before and that freaks me out i have ptsd from that so it's crazy right uh i've heard that i've heard some adult time i I have to be kind of pg a little bit right i can't say a whole lot i've heard that i've heard my neighbor one time and she was she was upset my neighbor and this was this year too my neighbor was upset she was yelling at at somebody over the phone like i don't she was floored she was upset 
And when she got upset, I heard every conversation. I was at the dinner table eating dinner, and I was like, I, I can hear it clear, clear as that. And I think she was outside her 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 unit, but she was upset. She was cussing. She was yelling. She was upset. Has your home ever been broken into? Did uh, what did they take, and what was it like? Um, yes, not my current home now because I have security cameras all around my house now. But when I was a kid. When we lived in Macon, Georgia, a little shout out to Macon, and I say little because that's my birthplace, but Atlanta's my home. We, when we were kids, we did get our home broken into in Macon, um, and I remember like it was yesterday because some of, I mean, we were kids. Like my big brother, he was in his early teens, like early early teens, and we, we me and my little brother, my little brother, we were kids. Some of our toys got stolen, and my brother Alex, shout out to him, his GameCube got stolen. You guys remember the GameCube days? Um, yeah. So they stole that. And a um, couple of Barbie dolls from my sister's room. And then they stole some clothes out of my parents' room. So, yeah. Um, but I remember the house. Uh, <laughs> the house in Macon. Uh, it was okay. So one time we went to that house as adults and we was like, dang, this house is small. We did this because there's five of us and plus my parents. So it was a house of seven. And we, we made it work, right? This was the house. And I was just like, dang, this is a small house. <laughs> we thought it was huge when we were kids, but it's small. So, yeah, I remember that time. Next to the last question. Uh, excuse me. No, this is the uh, uh, last question. Best ways to deal with a messy roommate. Oh, God. Cha. So, shout out to Connor. You know, he wasn't the messy roommate. The two roommates after him were messy. One in particular, they were gross. Oh god, they were gross. I they would never clean up that bathroom. It smelled. The room had clothes all over the floor. The dishes was not done. The best way to deal with a roommate is to just call them out on it. Um Hey, I mean the best way to deal with it, if your lease comes up, don't resign your lease and move out. That's the best way to deal with it. So you got to deal with it. The best way to handle it is not handling it. But um you know, to deal with it right now just call them out on it and just say hey develop a cleaning schedule right develop a cleaning schedule to be um to be you know be be direct with them say hey like you need to clean this up this is gross Wardle Zay shout out to Zay again he's he, you I gotta get you on the show I'm gonna get you on the show on the show this one Saturday Zay he says direct communications on boundaries yes 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 set the boundaries say hey we we roommates this is my expectation. You got to You got to stay clean. I'm not saying be spiffy, super, supersonic clean. Some sort of cleanness you got to have. Right. Zay says, yes, please. Yes. I'm gonna get you on the show because you've been you've been interactive. So I, I would love to get you on the show. I'm gonna get you booked. I got you. Um, But yes, what he said, communication and boundaries, because. I've had some nasty roommates. When I went to GGC and I was an RA and managing students, oh my God. I mean, both, because I had to manage female and male roommates, um, excuse me, students at GGC when I was an RA. Shout out to GGC, shout out to the RA family, because I miss that job sometimes. But my God, I'm sorry to say, but my men and my women students, and I had athletes. <laughs> I had athletes as, as as female students. And let me tell you, I've seen some nasty things. Just saying. 
So that's going to wrap it up here on today's show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. This show has been fantastic. I do want to thank everybody who tuned in for the live stream. I do want to thank World of Zay. Zay, that's been been interactive so far with the show um i really i am going to get you on the show i promise um thank you for all the people if we're listening if you're listening on spotify iHeartRadio, pandora uh apple Podcasts, after the fact thank you guys share with your friends letting you guys know again for all the people that's ch- uh, tuned in live thank you uh this video will be on demand so uh, on my on Emory radio's instagram you get to see it playback over again um for when we hit the live button it's going to go on demand so you get you can relive and revisit and rewatch this today if you're somehow wanting to see the show again um yeah that's going to wrap it up here remember to stay safe wear a mask every time you can stay safe drink water guys it's getting hot it is june it is hot my watch said well my watch says that it's 79 right now but it was 90 degrees yesterday so it's hot stay hydrated if you see somebody that's sick cough and say nope rona I don't want it because we don't want Miss Rona. We don't want Miss Rona. We just don't. So, again, that's going to wrap it up here. Thank you for staying tuned. I love each and every one of you guys. Signing off, KOP in the morning. I've been your host, KOP Kennedy Lucas. Have a good one. campus downtown atlanta or close to downtown atlanta doing KLP in the morning get ready what's up y'all this is Nicki Minaj. check this out it's dj Khaled. this is post malone yes yeah, that little chico pitbull you're in the mix with KLP right here so keep it locked what's up y'all this is beyonce and you're listening to my station powered by the core 94 back with a new vision a new taste and that is If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.